Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Today I am talking to one of my very sweet friends, Ellie Conklin. She is an inspiring work from home mama, creative daughter of the Most High Wife, and the host of the Spanglish Mama podcast. She's called to Holy Spirit led parenting and the power of words using biblically based affirmations for Spanish bilingual moms and families. In addition to her podcast in the making, she has Juby Joy, a baby clothing and product store that will feature biblically based affirmations on baby onesies and children's t-shirts and I just love Ellie y'all her laugh is super contagious and she says she loves to dance way too much and she enjoys theatrical and comedy shows with her husband Ellie is currently surviving motherhood with buy boost energy drinks and keeping up the breast milk supply with oatmeal lemon juice I'm sure all of you mamas can relate and beloved she is a prayer warrior and has a special free gift for you to grab at the end of our conversation today it's a quick teaching on five words Holy Spirit personally convicted her to remove from her vocabulary when speaking to her children and what to replace them with. You're definitely going to want to get in on the wait list for that or go to her website. It's completely free. It's at thespanglishmama.com. So if you want to form a connected relationship with Holy Spirit, learn how to repent and ask boldly, pray and let the Holy Spirit speak into your life, then listen in to learn how you can intentionally die to yourself and start fasting to build a powerful relationship with the Holy Spirit. But first, I want to thank you for listening and sharing out the podcast to help us grow. It means so much to me that you are listening and finding value. And this is my business, you guys. This is what I love to do. Serving you, helping you grow, helping you have breakthrough, helping you be healthy and whole to be the mom you were created to be, to show up as your best self, the best version of you. Your kids need you to be healthy and whole and your inheritance is wholeness and to prosper in health just as your soul prospers. It's to leave a legacy of wholeness for your kids. And so today I have an ask. If you could please take a few minutes to rate the show and leave a review in iTunes and share this message with someone, it would literally mean the world to me. That is the best way you can thank me for serving you on the podcast each week because in the podcasting world, this is how the show grows. It's how we get visibility. It's how we get ranked. And all of that together helps other mamas find the show. So I appreciate you with all my heart. Thank you for listening. And if you screenshot your review of the episode and add it to your Facebook profile and tag me at Heidi Brom or you add it in your stories and tag me, I will enter you in the giveaway that we are doing to celebrate the podcast hitting 5,000 downloads this month. Yes, woohoo! That's right. We're celebrating 5,000 downloads of this show. And again, it's all because of you. I am so grateful to each of you for being on this journey with me. Like grateful doesn't even touch it, right? Only God. And I'm still learning so much. I'm learning who I'm best to serve, who God's called me to help. And I know God is having me tweak some things. I have some surprises that I'll be letting out soon, but it's still in the process and it's not the right timing to reveal, but it's going to help me reach even more of you. And I just want to thank you for your grace and your patience as I keep growing and meeting you on the show each week. So again, to celebrate this milestone, I'm gifting a medicinal quality trio of essential oils. So there's a lemon, lavender, and peppermint in this trio. Plus, you're going to get a bonus 101 things to do with these three amazing oils to help you stay happy and healthy naturally in this season. So here's how you can enter. It's three simple steps. One, you're going to go to iTunes and rate Cover Beloved with five stars. And then click to leave your written review. Now, you have to screenshot this before you hit submit. Otherwise, you won't be able to view it and take a picture of it to send to me or tag me. All right, so that's number one. Go to iTunes, rate Cover Beloved with five stars, and then click to leave your written review. 
and take a screenshot, okay? Number two is subscribe to the podcast while you're there. And then number three is share your screenshot review in your stories or again on your Facebook profile. And be sure to tag me at Heidi Brown. This is how I will save and save your entry. So you can enter multiple times over the next week. The winner will be chosen on Valentine's Day, February 14th, of course. And if you've already left a review, no worries. You can still enter to win by sharing an episode screenshot and talking about why you love the episode or mentioning this gift away and then tagging me on Facebook. You'll also get a bonus entry by joining the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. So beloved, there are so many chances to win and good luck to you. Also, I want to make sure you know that I am now booking inner healing sessions. You're going to hear Ellie mention inner healing in her interview today and how powerful it was for her. And even though I didn't have the honor of facilitating a session for her, I do offer inner healing and I have two packages that I offer as a discounted bundle pricing for those that listen to the show. One is a shorter breakthrough bundle if you're feeling kind of stuck and just need a few weekly sessions or I have a deep dive bundle if you need more. So message me at support at coveredbeloved.com for exclusive bundle pricing for podcast listeners. Shannon left a review and said inner healing is about healing our deepest wounds in the gentlest way with God's help. It's about bringing the Holy Spirit and Jesus into our healing process. So while we addressed very deep personal hurts, it was gentle and powerful and soothing. My favorite part was connecting with my happy moment at my wedding because it brought me back to the place of connection and joy. So these powerful sessions can give you tools to usher in healing into your life so you can experience a deeper relationship and satisfaction in Christ and lasting healing from the inside out. You can receive encouragement as you learn to hear God's voice for yourself. You can break free from strongholds, emotional pain, lies, and limiting beliefs, and gain confidence and get aligned with the truth of who God says you are. It is amazing. One session can literally change your life. All right, let's dig in. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. Yay, here we go. I am so excited, you guys. I have one of my sister friends on the show. She is one of my favorite people. Her energy is amazing. And we first met just this past year through our podcasting community. We have the same incredible podcast coach. And so I have with me today, Ellie, Ellie Conklin, and she is a daughter of God. She's a wife to a loving man of God and a Latina mama of two baby girls under two. Ellie is the host of the Spanglish Mama podcast, and her first language is Spanish, but she is fluent in English and loves to freely flow between the two languages, declaring God's word as an intercessor for the kingdom of heaven, Spanglish style. Go listen to her podcast, Spanglish Mama. It is amazing. I don't know how she does it and flows so freely between the two, but she does an amazing job. She is in love with Father God, and by his grace, she is here to serve you as a God-led 
motherhood mentor. So I knew I had to have her on the show just to share her story, her energy, how she's been able to create a spirit led life and the vital role prayer plays in her journey as she's raising her little ones. So welcome Ellie. Thank you so much. It is a joy and an honor to be here with the beloved. I'm so excited to do this with you, Heidi. Thank you for that beautiful welcome. Yes, you're welcome. So for those that don't know you, tell us just a little bit about you, what lights you up, what your hobbies are, and how you like to spend your free time. (laughs) Great question. You know what's interesting? I just figured out, again, after having two babies, what I actually enjoy doing. (laughs) It's like I forgot. And um, I think a lot of moms, we go through that, right? And so you know, what lights me up, number one, is God's presence. I just love, love God. I just came, I'm still kind of going through a rest period where God just really poured into his his revelation about how he loves me. And I'm just so in awe. And so that's number one for me. I mean, everything that I do, it has to do with him. And then I really enjoy dancing and I love the Latino rhythm um, and what else? I love food, (laughs) all kinds of foods. And I really enjoy family. It's like a number one thing in my list. Like if I could picture a perfect day, that would be filled spending time, quality time with family. Yeah. I love that. I know it always gets a laugh out of the moms that like, how do you like to spend your free time? It's like, oh my goodness, what is that? Yes. Um, (laughs) So for you to have like kind of rediscovered your, your passions and what you like to do after just having two little ones, that's, that's amazing. Cause it takes years sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, what did I used to like to do again? What did I do to do for fun? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. Ellie. Well, thank you for sharing. And then can you just tell us Uh, what you do for a living and your journey to getting to where you are today. Yeah. So I'm a work from home mama. I'm declaring that Mm -hmm. (laughs) we are in the baby stages. I would say of creating a business, a passion that, that God put in our hearts. And currently really what I do is take care of my children and intercede. I feel like I work for God full time. <laughs> like, he's constantly like, okay, I need you to pray for this girl. I need you to pray for that person. And, you know, and it, it is just, I wouldn't have it any other way, but it took some time for me to get there. And so I'm excited to say that, you know, once we die, like once I died to my own desires and the worldly pressures of, of how to be a mother, how to be a woman or how to have success, then God's floodgates have opened up and I'm just so excited for the future and, you know, what God has in store. So we're in the, in the process right now to make that all a reality. Yeah. And you're currently in the making of this. So this business, right? It's called Doobie Joy. It's a baby clothing and product store that features biblically based affirmations, right? On onesies and children's t-shirts and anything you want to share about that, because I think that's amazing. We can make a statement with our words as we're wearing it in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it was so interesting the way that God even brought it because I was like, I am just not interested in fashion and in like clothing or anything like that. But 
um, really the highlight of that is that the Lord wanted to remind me that he has been training me since I was a teenager to speak live to the children around me. And I didn't realize it. And he was saying, you know, I've been coaching you for a while now, and now it's time for you to begin to uh, release that onto others. And I'm like, well, who am I? Like, I, this was me during my pregnancy of my first baby. So I'm like, I'm not a mom yet. Like I literally in my mind, I'm like, I'm not a mom yet. I don't know how to do that. And he's like, well, exactly. Like in your weakness, I'm strong. You know, that's, this is the Holy spirit talking with me and encouraging me in your weakness. I'm strong. And I have been preparing you for this. So what it looked like is that when I was a, a, a teenager, my little brother, he was about five. I would speak this mean word in Spanish. I didn't know it was mean at the time. It's very cultural, known in the islands. And if you if you say it, people be like, that's not a bad word. Like, that's not a big deal. But Holy Spirit was like, you need to repent for speaking this. And the way that it even came out, it was in a inner healing and deliverance session that I was seeking for healing in one area of my life, but Holy Spirit revealed this was a key for your freedom today. And that was to repent of speaking this word. And I had no clue that it has such an impactful meaning in my brother's life. His instructions, Holy Spirit's instructions to me were, you got to repent. Number one, I forgive you. Like, I know that you didn't mean that. I know you didn't know. I know that the enemy lied to you and he said it was okay and that it was a culture thing, but this is my standard. And so if you want to be free completely and not allow the enemy to have a foothold in your life, a spiritual gate open in your life, then the step is to repent. And then you're going to go to your brother, your five-year-old brother, and you are going to ask him to forgive you. And that was the most like, I was wrecked. I was crying. I was like, what? I didn't mean that. I love my brother. I love my brother so much. I did not know I was doing it without even thinking, just calling him this word. And then I, uh, I had the task to go talk to my little five-year-old brother. And I'm like, mom, how do I even talk to him? Is he going to understand? And then like, is he even going to forgive me? Like, I don't know how to do this. And she's like, just make a simple sentence and let him know what you're talking about first. And then ask him for, for forgiveness. Let him know that it, it's, it was a bad word that you don't want to say it anymore towards him and then ask him to forgive you. And I sure did that. And I was so impressed that my brother, my little five-year-old brother, at first he wasn't paying attention. He was just like, oh, hey, sis, like, I love you because I came back from college. So it's like, yay, sister's here, big sister's here. And then I'm like, hey, I need to talk to you. I need to tell you something very important. And I looked him in the eye and I say, look at me, look at me. And then he looked. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so remember this word that I say to you often? He's like, oh, yeah. Like he chucked it. He's like, oh, yeah, you say that all the time. And, and I'm like, well, um, Father God in heaven does not like that word. And he told me that I'm not supposed to say that to you. And so I want to tell you that I'm so sorry for telling you that and, and for calling you that. And I am making a, 
uh, um, I'm giving you my word that I'm going to do everything that I can to no longer call you that. Do you forgive me? And he said, yes, like he actually, I can see that I saw in his eyes that he understood what I was saying and he received it and he hugged me and I just, I couldn't believe it. It was like, oh my gosh, a five-year-old and, and it, it forever really transformed my life, my spiritual life. I would say just rocketed. And then of course I had the healing. This is how good God is. Like he didn't say, oh, I'm going to wait for you to, you know, do what you, what I told you. Like, no, he gave me the freedom on the spot that day when I repented, as soon as I repented. And then he gave me the boldness to go and follow through with his instructions. Mm-hmm. Wow. What an incredible story. I, I just had thoughts of, you know, cause I do prophetic heart healing. And so much of that is just these wounds in our soul that many times and oftentimes come from childhood experiences. And so even though it didn't affect your brother in that way, God knew that it was going to affect you, right. That you were speaking, like this was going to affect you down the road of speaking that over your brother, even though you didn't know, he's just like, I, God's like, I care about you. I want to protect you like this this needs to be made right. And how many times, even as parents, do we, I don't know if offend is the right word, but we hurt our children. And, you know, it's so important for our children to hear those words of like, you know, getting down on their level, even looking them in the eye and be like, I am so sorry. Like, here's what's up with that. (laughs) You know, do you forgive me, man? I could just think of so many situations in my life where I could have just healed right then and there at that age. And not attached to the lies the enemy was trying to tell me based on that situation. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, I look at, I would say that Juvie Joy also came out of that. My own struggles with finding myself, finding what success would look like for me uh, as I graduated high school. I mean, everything was like totally different for me. I didn't have the job that I wanted. I, I just was not in the place that I wanted. I had all these loans in debt. You know, we're still working through that. But in the midst, God is like, well, I care about your heart more and I need to show you this. And then so now he's saying, now you're to bring this to my children, my sons and daughters, those who are growing up, um, those who are babies. You know, the Juby Joy, the one season, whatever products the Lord allows us to make is going to be a reminder for us parents to cherish these children because they are God's daughters. And not only that, yes, it was going to hurt uh, me, of course, but also my brother and anyone around who hears, because I, I can't recall exactly what Bible verse says, but probably in the Proverbs, it talks about that whatever um, whatever you speak, you're speaking, not only affects you, but it also affects the people around you. Mm-hmm. Whoever is hearing, whoever is nearby listening, you know, they're learning how to treat that person depending on how you're treating them. And so I believe that, and I can t- give you a testimony about this Holy Spirit, just bringing it to, to memory. My mother began to call him that because I began to call him that. And she didn't realize this. She didn't mean she didn't mean that. It, it was such a powerful family healing moment because when my mom saw that my brother received, you know, the my repentant heart, she too repented, you know? And so it just completely transformed. Okay, we are not calling him that. And then what are we going to call him? Then we started 
you know, to like see in scripture, what were we going to call him? Psalms one, number one, you know, blessed is the man who walks not in the shadow, in the, in the council and the ungodly. And so we would just decree and declare that over him every night. My mom said, okay, he is a blessed man because he does not walk in the, in the steps of the, of the ungodly or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, basically does not sit in the seat of the scornful, you know, the people who are wicked, who, who disregard God's word and who are sinful and, don't want to repent. That's the, that's what Psalms one is talking about. And so we began to decree and declare that over my brother instead. So, yeah. So what I love about, about God is that he, through this, he's saying, I need you to line up your words with what I'm saying about each and every one of my children, because we're all precious to him. And it was born out of that. Me realized me asking Holy spirit, why am I struggling with this, this area in my life? Why am I continually fail, like feeling like a failure or I'm unsuccessful in this area or I have these cycles I can't break over? And he's saying, you need to go ahead and renounce some of the words that you have believed people have said over you. And it, the connection began to happen, you know? So it was, it was kind of like a, it's kind of like a puzzle in that way because I was looking at myself God said, you know, there's words that are working against your life that have been sown in. And then what words have I sown in the past? And then he that he has even corrected me in such a powerful way. I mean, I'm just going to be really honest that inner healing deliverance session. I was seeking for healing from fornication. I could not stop um, having sex with my boyfriend at the time. I was seeking God. And I'm like, God, I want to stop. We want to stop. We want to serve you. We want to be obedient to you. And we just didn't know how we couldn't, we couldn't stop it. We began to get attacked. I mean, guys, we're going deep here. Okay. So (laughs) buckle up, but we began to, to get attacked in dreams, in, in visions. It was the vicious. The enemy was, um, persecuting us because he didn't want us to, to obey God. And I just could not believe the connection between me speaking an evil word, you know, a word, it doesn't seem evil to people's eyes, but to God is evil. And there was the accuser accusing me and I couldn't get breakthrough in this area that is so powerful, which is, you know, what it, what it is to have a, an intimate connection with someone. And that was all connected to a word. And I promise you, when I came out of that, the session, praise God for, for the prayer warriors. And when I came out of that session, the next day, I mean, my boyfriend at the time, he's not my husband, praise the Lord. He and I were just not connected at all in that way. We did not see each other that way anymore. And we couldn't be more happier. The, the nightmares stopped. I mean, the transformation was so drastic. I had to go ask my brother forgiveness. <laughs> you know, I had to complete the task because I didn't want the torment that I was living with, you know, anybody who has suffered through nightmares and seeing the demonic and things like that, they would know it is so torment. You can't think about anything else. And I just couldn't believe that it was so attached, you know, attached to that. Mm. Yeah. 
Wow. That's a powerful story. And you just bring up so much about like the, what's it? Miles Francis. He wrote a book called, I mean, he's written several books, but it's called, I speak to the earth. And so he goes into like these spiritual technologies and one of them is repentance. And, you know, scripture says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And it's like, we, if we don't know that our words, right. Have the power of life and the power of death. If we don't know that repentance is a, a spiritual technology that can restore the standard, right. And just completely wipe everything clean. And so those are things that we need to know. So I appreciate you sharing that with the listeners. And so we've talked about, right, repentance. And what have you learned now, just kind of shifting a little bit here about prayer, like the power of prayer in your faith walk. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So prayer is really this this amazing way of having a relationship with Father God through Yeshua. So yeah, I call him Yeshua. Everyone calls him Jesus. I used to as well. It's just his Hebrew original name. And oh my gosh, my prayers, I can say before, I I used to feel like, where are my prayers going? I feel like God's not hearing me. I feel like, you know, when I pray, it's not making an impact. And as I began to realize, um, number one, that I have many things to repent about. I think it begins, I believe it begins there in repentance. But repentance, if you look into it, it's such a deep word. The Hebrew meaning is something about turning back, completely being remorse about whatever it is that you did, completely just being so sorry in your soul for doing the offense is not I felt like to be honest with you um, and and with the listeners the American church like we have just kind of glossed over that like whenever people pray in altars and things like that like at church like they just say you know father we repent and then just like keep going and keep going like it's not a a, um, there's not a, a pause you know, for you to really take a second to repent. And so I think really my prayer life was ignited by recognizing that I am such a sinner, that I need him, and that I I, I sin against him every day, all day long. I mean, it, like, it's just, even saying the days of the week, okay, guys, don't freak out. The days of the week are names of goddesses and gods that are pagan. And that are not who God is. And he even talks about, do not even talk about these gods. We sin against him in so many ways. We don't even realize it. And so repentance really was me understanding that, wow, there's so much that I do against your name, against your word, against who you are. I need you constantly. So I do live that lifestyle of repentance. When I tell you every time I pray, I say, Father, I repent for every single thing, sins that are known to me and unknown, because there's so much that we don't know. Like I was just explaining, the unknown part is the part where the enemy truly gets us as believers. And that's how we sometimes get stuck in places that we don't know where is this coming from. So I do repent for the unknown. And then I step in boldly because he says, come boldly and ask. In John 14, he talks about, you know, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Can you imagine that? Like truly understanding 
that whatever you ask in his name, he will do it. And then of course that is according to his will. So just going back to my story, for example, um, it, it is his will that I was no not going to continue in fornication. It is his will that I was not going to continue speaking ill words to my brother or whomever. So when my prayers aligned with his truth and his will, and I would ask him, then he would make a way. He makes a way. So my prayers began to make an impact in my life and even in other people's life. And now framing even my children's lives. And I'm just going to do a quick testimony about like how God cares about even the things that we feel like are so mundane, right? I mean, you've heard that a lot, but I just want to give you like a little glimpse if you feel like you don't quite understand or grasp that because I felt like that. I feel like the more God kind of gives me an example, the more I appreciate and I'm in awe of like truly what his word says that I care about even the hair on your head. And so for example, um, Jubilee, my first daughter, she's now two, but when she was a little baby, I used to play um, like the soothing sounds to help her fall asleep. And I remember having a Psalms 91 prayer over her the night before the event that I'm about to share with you happened. The night before I decreed and declared Psalms 91 upon her. I said, Father, show me whatever it is that we may or may not be doing that might be sowing into her life things that will open way for the enemy. I think it was something like that. I said, and, and the next day I was cooking the soothing sounds that I was playing for her to, you know, to make sure she get that two hour nap. <laughs> I'm like sleep child. <laughs> and, um, the music stopped and I'm like, okay, why did the music stop? I walk in there. I press play again, go back to cooking. The music stops again. I go back in there. I'm like, what is going on with this device? And um, I, you know, cause of course I'm blaming technology, like, oh, this stupid thing is not working. And, uh, and then Holy Spirit is like, look at the title. And I'm like, okay. And I read the name of that particular song and I'm be straight up. I'm going to put it out there. I'm gonna put it on blast. It said ode to Mary, ode to Mary. And it was a instrumental song, instrumental music, you know, just the sounds, no words. And he said, this music is giving worship to the wrong person. And he said, this is something that is bring, uh, wanting to infiltrate into your daughter's spirit. And I was like, oh, I repent <laughs> right away. I'm like, I repent, Lord, even if even if um, I didn't mean it, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. But it was an offense. And I knew that. And I'm like, I just walked the repentance line for real, real tight. And I say, I repent, Lord. I removed it. I completely took it away. Never played a sense. And, and, you know, and, and it's so funny, like he would have me share it and things like that with the family. Found out a family member was also using that same song. And I'm like, oh, wow. Um, but he cares even about the sounds that are trying to kind of just implant what what his way is. You know what you already you're partnering. Like I'm, I'm going to say like this. I'm partnering with him to raise my children, to bring him glory when they grow, grow up, speak life to them. But I couldn't believe like even the sounds, the music that, they, that I play or the atmosphere that I have in my home, that all brings into effect. And he cares so much because he knows I didn't know 
but he will do something. He will take the energy to stop my iPhone from playing so that I can, so that I can remove that from our life and we can bring him more glory. And so, you know, my passion for prayer is that seeing that he moves, even in my day to day, in my mundane life, he cares. And so it is his will that everything that I do brings him joy and brings him glory, brings him adoration, brings him worship. And so when I give him an invitation through prayer and I pray scripture, that's the number two, if you're taking notes, number two, pray scripture. That is straight up his will. He will always back it up. Even if you don't understand what it means, like he will back up that scripture even if you don't understand what it means, like I said, like I was praying Psalms 91 and I said that out of Psalms 91, I forget, I don't know what exactly I read, which verse, but it inspired me to invite Holy Spirit. Hey, if there's anything that we're doing, that's not bringing you glory, uh, show it to me and remove it. And he was like, sure thing. I got you girl. <laughs> and so these two like little things, there's so much more to prayer. Like we can talk forever, but these two little key things, I realized like, wow, they have such an impact in my life. And it keeps me hungry for more because he then opens the eyes of my understanding and, and he just gives me more. And then I'm in awe of him. I'm glorifying him and praising him. Like that's, you know, how he, how he talks about like in the Psalms, like praise me all day long. You know, how does that happen? Well, it happens with like prayer and then just out of gratitude, seeing him work in our lives. So prayer is that time to do that. And then I'm going to say one last thing about prayer, because this is so important, giving him the opportunity to speak to you, right? So like, we're having a conversation here, Heidi. So like, at one point, I'm going to shut up, and then it's going to be your turn to say something. And that's exactly what we need to do in our prayer life. Like we just go in there, we pray a prayer, we read the scripture, bye. And then we got we go on about our day and that's not what he wants. He wants to have a relationship. So if you need to go ahead and schedule a time where we say, okay, this time for my prayer time, <laughs> I'm gonna actually spend it actively listening to the Holy Spirit and hearing his instructions for today, hearing what he wants to do, hearing what he wants to say to me, what he wants to pour into me, how he wants to minister to me, right? Like Holy Spirit, he will comfort you if that's the level, the place that you need to. It, he will uh, show you g God's love for you if that's what you need that day. He will show you that he's with you uh, if, if that's what you need in that, in that moment. Like whatever it is that you need, he's ready to give it to us, but we have to give him the opportunity to actually talk. Yeah, that's so good. Oh my goodness. There's so much there. So let's just back up for a minute. And sure. I totally agree. Like Holy spirit guides us in all truth. Right. And will highlight things to us that are harming us or, you know, harming our children. We've had a couple experiences in particular one, uh, my older daughter who will be 18 actually next week. <laughs> and, um, but she was maybe in third or fourth grade and she was an avid reader. She read at higher levels I would want to say maybe she was like two or three levels ahead always of her actual grade level. And I couldn't keep up with reading the books before she read them. And I actually wouldn't consider myself born again when she, during this season 
of her life. And so she was reading Harry Potter, right? They read Harry Potter to the kids in school. She got the whole entire Harry Potter series and she was obsessed with Harry Potter. And then I learned like more about Harry Potter and I'm like, oh my goodness. And so, and we, we noticed that she became very obsessed and you know, those are big books. Like she would read them over and over and over again. It's all she wanted to do. Um, and then when I became more aware of it and Holy Spirit was just like, you need to get those out of here. You need to get rid of those. And she cried. She cried for a couple of days actually. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I just really feel like this isn't, and that was before I was like born again. Right. It was just like, I was aware of things. And so it's, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice to know that God cares even before we care about him. I mean, let's just be honest, but you know, looking at that season of like, we didn't know what we didn't know. Right. So being able to come to her and just (laughs) on the one hand, being able to just repent for that. But on the other hand, to also know in your heart, like God's got us covered. Right. That's like the, that's the new women podcast, like cover beloved, because we don't know what we don't know. And it's okay. Like God's got you covered. Like Holy spirit will let you know, and then you'll know. So as far as effective prayer, I I wrote down these four things. So beginning in repentance, number two is coming in boldly and asking according to his will. And number three is praying scripture. And number four is listening and letting him speak. Would you say that that's what you would consider effective prayer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's like more, you know, like there's, of course, like the active thing. But I think like this is like the basics one on one in my this is what just Holy Spirit flowed out. Really, there's more that I do even like, for example, I just want to give this tidbit because you mentioned about the the Harry Potter thing and this really that goes into like the realm of like warfare and like spiritual warfare and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and being covered being covered you know he's got us he covers us there's like another level of covering (laughs) that's like amazing if you ever read about the armor of God Mm -hmm. you'll know but have you meditated in the armor of God? I'm talking about like reading it and then saying it every single day. So I just want to give everyone this tidbit because when I tell you this totally took me to a whole nother level. <laughs> I like to go from faith to faith says I like to stay hungry. So Ephesians 6, 10 and 20 talks about the armor of God. Holy Spirit revealed that it is literally a clothing that you put on spiritually how do you how does it work it works through the power of words you just say it it's all connected as far as like you know the power words what you speak you either speak life or death so you just say it and you're dressed for the day or you're dressed for the night because our spirit never sleeps right so at night i put my pajamas don't you change the tire like three four times a day sometimes (laughs) Literally, you go ahead and you just put on your clothing, the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate breastplate of of righteousness. Father God, I I fastened my belt of truth. I decree and declare I put on my shoes with the gospel of peace. I go ahead and pick up the sword of the spirit, which is your word. And I have my, my shield of faith with which I shall quench every single fiery dart of the enemy today. Today, not today, Satan, because I got my shield. (laughs) And I just put it on, and it's literally a a clothing. You are not only covered um, by the blood, right? Like, that's another covering. But you're not only covered in that area, you're also covered now, like, exactly that. Like, Holy Spirit will give you, like, hey, this right here, 
you know, he will warn you, hey, this right here, this is a lie from Satan right here. You're not, so, this, this is not your thought. This thought came from one of his little imps. Go ahead and cast that down, cast down that vain imag- imagination. He will give you like that insight. Oh, this right here that's happening, that's going on. That's not from me. It's just amazing, the stuff. Then, you know, like with the gospel, like the shoes, for example, the gospel of peace, he will give you like the opportunity to speak life into somebody's life and bring them closer, you know, plant a seed of salvation in their life. Like, it's just amazing. Each piece is so powerful, but that's another thing that I do on a daily. But yeah. This is like the stuff that I have seen in my life, like truly bring my prayers into fruition. And not all my prayers are like, oh, boom, done. But there are some things that I'm surprised about. I'll just say it once, but it's so heavily in God's heart and it's so his will. He just needed my voice to put that on the atmosphere that he will literally, boom, get it done on the spot. And I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? Like, I just said it, you know, I was like half tired or whatever, but because it's aligned with his will and it's his word. And I was in my righteous standing, repented. And um, what was the other two steps you said? I was was, uh, asking boldly. Yeah, I asked boldly. Praying scripture and yeah, letting him speak. Yeah. And that was, and that's the last part, like, letting him speak, then he will show you, like, I totally want to do that in your life. I totally want to set you free in that area. I totally want to show you that, you know, your children are so valuable. They're so gifted. They, they're amazing. I totally want to transform your husband. I totally want to transform the atmosphere of your home. I want to bring peace in there. So when we pray those prayers, Father, bring peace into my home, bring bring peace into my kitchen like I'm just being honest like this is the kind of stuff I need and I started praying bring peace into my kitchen the kitchen was such a source of like strife between my husband and I at one point bring peace um, bring joy into my living room you know like now my living room is a place of worship we have instruments laying around whenever you just feel the beat and you just want to worship God go ahead and do it like it's just stuff like that that I'm like oh my goodness this Living, um, like understanding prayer and that intimacy and seeing God bring his word to life in my life, that just gets me into the prayer closet every single day. Mm. Ah, so good. I just want to go back quick. You meant, cause you, this actually is my next question. (laughs) Um, So you're like, I was laying there. I was tired. I didn't even really feel like praying, but I did. And so what would you say to encourage the person that thinks A, their prayers don't matter. So it's not really going to matter if I pray because I'm like one person and like, does God really hear me? Like, I really don't think it's going to matter if I pray right now. Or the person that doesn't feel like praying, right? When they get a prompting to pray for others, they're like, I'm just tired. I don't really feel like praying right now. Like, what would you say to encourage them or what any feedback on that? Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful question. So at one point, I can say I was there um, feeling like that, like my prayers were not being answered. The truth is you got to get hungry and desperate to come to a level of breakthrough in your life. And it's just like with anything, right? Like if you want the business, you got to get hungry and you got to do the things. You got to do the steps and get a, 
get the list going and do the things. You got to learn how to. So it's the same thing with prayer. It's the same thing with intimacy with your father. You got to want to come visit him. You got to want to come talk to him. And so what, what do you do? You have got to die to yourself. And people will say out there, you don't need to fast all like that. I'm just be honest and put that spirit away. Like, do not listen to people that say you shouldn't be fasting so much. You don't have to. No, no, no. I do everything that Yeshua did. The Messiah, he showed me in, in the New Testament what to do. What did he do often? He retreated himself. He fasted. He went and talked to his father. And so if you want to live, if you want to allow him to live through you, if you are desire, you got to just find your why, first of all. Like, do you want to be in heaven or do you want to go to hell? Like, that's the, if you want to think of that, issue, that's like the number one, right? Okay, that's covered. You want to go to heaven. Okay. But do you just want to get by in life or do you want to be like one of the giants, you know? Do you want to be one of the little soldiers or do you want to be like slaying, you know, so like in your game in life, like through however God wants to do that in your life, you got to get hungry in this walk of faith. Do you just want to barely make it like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of oxygen and I'm destroyed. You want to get to the finish line like that or do you want to get to the finish line strong and standing? Because he says, stand, therefore, literally in Ephesians 6, 10 uh, and 20, talks about how do you stand? You stand, therefore. And so you got to get hungry. You got to realize that, number one, do you want God to be the one? Are you tired? This is the question. Are you tired of making mistakes day to day and things going left and right and you're depressed, oppressed? You know, all the things you're dealing with things you don't even realize, like, why is this happening? Your relationships are all over the place. Your children, like, you don't have true, meaningful connections. You have, like, chaos and just all these other things that you're like, oh, my gosh, you're just crying out. And you wish that God would hear you, but he is hearing you. It's just that you got to get to the place that you're so hungry, you're showing up. And so that that's that's the truth. You got to show up. And then fasting does wonders for getting your spiritual ear ignited to hear Holy Spirit. And so die to yourself. Say, I'm doing away with the distractions. I'm doing away with whatever it is. And, you know, of course, everyone has to start at a certain level. Just, you know, be, do what you can do first. I mean, like now as a breastfeeding mama, I can only do two hours, but I'm in, I am focused, intentional, no children, <laughs> you know, um, intentional. I go in two hours, fully him. There's no like I'm walking around and I'm, you know, because that's otherwise that's just like I'm just I'm just starving myself, you know. No, like in my fasting time, I am eating this word. And I am rereading. I don't care if it's just one verse. <laughs> I'm rereading it and reading it and writing it out and saying it and singing it. And, you know, just asking, crying out to God, show me the truth because your father will show you. 
I, I promise you, you're not going to outdo him in crying out because it says in the word that Yeshua, he's interceding for us. So he's interceding for you. He desires to see you come up and be victorious in every faith battle that you're going through. And so he's not going to leave you hanging, but you got to get hungry, show up, and then expect that he's going to bring you a breakthrough. And um, so that's what I want to say to the person, you know, that needs like a shock therapy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ali. Just kind of as we wrap up here, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah. The SpanglishMama.com. That's where basically the central place. So just go to the SpanglishMama.com and we can go hang out there. Awesome. Well, and you have a freebie that you're working on. And so by the time this airs, that should be available on your website as well. And do you want to share a little bit about that and kind of how you were inspired with that? Yeah, real quick. So it is a, like a quick list, top five words that speak life or death. And I want to add and say to your children, the truth is you can add this to like whoever, right? Whoever you're in a relationship with, but God's heart is for the children in, in my life. And so the top five words you're saying to your children that are speaking death to them and is stuff that is going to surprise you. I'll give you one so I can give you a little cliffhanger. Silly. Yeah, the word silly. He hates it. <laughs> and so on there, I give like a, just a brief um, you know, scriptures and then words that you can replace it with because he cares about also planting life. So, you're, you know, when we try to um, like take one ha bad habit, we need to replace it with a good thing because otherwise it'll just, you just keep battling. So that's exactly what it is. Top five words. Holy Spirit revealed to me personally. He spoke to me about this. Uh, he corrected me first, sis. <laughs> And then what to replace it with. And I'll be having scriptures on there, all of that stuff. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to get it. So go to spanglishmama.com. You can get on the wait list for that. It's completely free. And Ellie, would you mind sharing? You are such a busy mama, but what is next for you in 2021 or even looking ahead to 2022? What, what, it, what do you got? planned. <laughs> yeah. Heidi, you are so kind. Man, we have some great things. We want to bring, my husband and I are working on creating a course. It's called the Family of Faith. And we are putting together basically all that Holy Spirit has taught us before we got married, through marriage. We, we've been married five, five years then now with children and he's going to be teaching through through there how we've become a family of faith he's going to be teaching anyone who wants that in their life putting god first and and allowing him to be the everything the center i want to say the center of their universe so family of faith is coming soon hopefully i would say late january maybe beginning february of 2021 awesome 
2022 it'll be oh yes 2020 <laughs> it feels like the last two years are a complete blur I completely understand yes. oh my goodness well Ellie thank you so much for spending this time with us here on cover beloved I just pray that you prosper in your health just as your soul prospers and that you have favor just abundantly poured out on you as you're walking through the days in and days out of early motherhood and yet your girls are just so blessed by having you there at home with them as you work and as you journey with your husband as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I received that. And can I release a, just like a quick prayer for the beloved? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and even you. So Father God, I thank you so much for everyone who tune in to this and everything that Holy Spirit just spoke to their life. I pray that anyone who has been seeking a specific thing that that they need breakthrough and I pray that something that we have talked about has brought light in that area. And I just decree and declare right now that no enemy, no lie from hell will come and steal that revelation, I decree and declare that it shall increase in their life, that they will find more in you, that they will have a deeper relationship in their prayer, that they will be lit up to go to prayer with you, just as your son Yeshua did when he was walking the earth. I decree and declare that they shall find a new refreshment in their prayer life, that they will be ignited. And I just decree and declare, Lord, that they would just be so overwhelmed by your love for them that they would discover how much you love them. And then as of course, how much you love their children and the, just the, even the words, the specific word that is bringing a curse into their life. I just decree and declare right now, you reveal it to them and that that would be a new area of freedom for them. So I just thank you, Lord, for covering these beloved women, these beloved mothers. I thank you that you love them so much. You pour into them daily and that you are their help, their present help. In Yeshua's mighty name, so be it to them. Amen. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.